Hello and welcome to What a Scream, the podcast where, um, well not the podcast, it's not the whole podcast, it's like the mini bonus episodes where me and Neve, yo, um, review films and chat about things. I have a burp coming on. <laughs> Always okay. a lady. <laughs> it's gone, it's gone. Um, my voice is pretty shit this week because I screamed at Eurovision on Saturday night and now my voice is gone I am so glad you watched Eurovision too because I did and well what are your thoughts on Italy first of all I so I had like my friends come over uh, we're all in each other's bubbles so we're all safe um and we each picked a country and so when it came to voting you know, whatever country got 12 points, you had to drink, you know, if it was your country. And my mm -hmm. country was Italy, and obviously they yes. didn't win. So I had to, like, down half a bottle of Prosecco. So, yay. That's well lucky. I, I like, I've been listening to Italy's song. I'm not going to lie to you. I think they're great. I really fucking fancy the lead singer. I think everyone and I really, And I really fancy the other girl that's in it as well. Um, he's fucking beautiful. And the song is actually pretty good and you know they were good they deserved it i liked iceland as well but i liked their song from last well, what was supposed to be last year's song yeah they were uh, good yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it was good i loved how the uk got no points i thought that was hilarious when oh, no when they did the uh viewer votes and <laughs> They still had nothing. I was I like, know. I was, I literally was like, I oh my know. god, it I was, was so funny. Like it's funny. I felt really bad for the guy that whatever his name was that like represented them, but it was just so fucking funny. And Zero I, points. I just love Nil how. Poir. I just love how all the Brits are like, not even Ireland gave us a vote, and we're like, especially Ireland didn't give you a vote. <laughs> like, Why the fuck would Ireland give you the vote? Like, <laughs> did you see? You know how there's that, that Eurovision film with Will Ferrell on Netflix? Yeah. Did you see the meme that was going around? It was literally the quote of that film, and it was like, "Yeah, she's really nice. She's really pretty, but she's English, so she's getting no points or something yeah. like that." <laughs> yeah, the song's good. But, you know, it's the UK, so no points for it. Yeah, it was Dan <laughs> Stevens who plays the Russian guy from that yeah. And I loved that they brought on the guy uh, to do the point system. And yes. was like, play Zha Zha Ding Dong. <laughs> it was and they're so like, can good. we just have your points, please? And he's like, play it. <laughs> <laughs> 12 points to Zha Zha Ding Dong. <laughs> That made me chuckle it really did oh that was i was waiting for it i was like please let something come up please it was so <laughs> funny i loved it absolutely loved it uh i do love eurovision it is like classic trash tv i thought it was especially good this year i thought it was quite good this year to be fair yeah um i was surprised that they had a real audience yeah there was only like a like a thousand three thousand in the crowd and they'd all been tested and like vaccined and mm -hmm. all that, that so was, it was very safe it was good i thought there was a lot of 
quite a lot of talent this year as well it was like normally there's like you get a lot of shit ones but yeah the only the one I really didn't like though was um it might have been Germany oh the ukulele one yeah the ukulele one where he was like the giant finger I don't hate or something like that I don't hate I just feel sorry I think everyone was like oh fuck off mate yeah with your toxic positivity (laughs) (laughs) I really liked I really liked Russia 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 she was the like uh Russian women oh yeah that was kind of weird because I was kind of like I don't know just you know Russia (laughs) you're like "Mm." well she got a lot of apparently there was a lot of controversy obviously with her song because it's like about empowering women yeah and we know Russia has a problem yeah. with stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it was like Israel <clears throat> singing a song about freedom. And you're like, really, oh, Israel? Really? Yeah, I was uh, I was very much like, why are they even in there? How did they get points? Yeah. Yeah, it was just a bit like... Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, like- I, I quite enjoyed the Lithuanian one. Let's disco tech right oh, yeah. in my house. <laughs> and I loved the guy that was like, he was like the skinniest, whitest guy you have ever found. And he was wearing like the rhinestone bandana with the massive white fur coat. My yes. fallen, fallen angel. <laughs> I was like, it's like Kid Rock or something. Like had a baby. What Who- made me laugh? Also, Flo Rida showing up in San Marino. And then barely getting any points, and you could see how pissed off he was. He was just like, Wah. He was fuming. He was like, I'm fucking famous. They're all going to. Va- no, Flo Rida, you've not been relevant since like 2008. Yeah, also, all- you're wearing jorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I really appreciated. So, with the, the jury voting, it was like Switzerland or France, which were like both awful songs yes like they weren't eurovision songs at all but for some reason no. and switzerland were so smarmy and they looked like some trinity head that you'd oh, find yeah. from d4 Fucking who like yes. shops an expensive fucking second-hand clothes shop that thinks the 90s retro and he was so smarmy and he was so sure he won it and then when the fan fa- like vote got counted he yeah. looked like someone had punched him in the gut and I wish it was me that punched him in the gut. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. I was so happy. Because I, the way they were like, oh, they need this many points. And he was like, yeah. Because they kept repeating it. It kept yeah. repeating it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to get more. I'm going to get, oh, we got 100 points. He was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't demand a recount. Yeah. And I just love how the drummer from the Italian band was like, he was so shell-shocked. He was like, kneel on the ground like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> they were all so shocked and they were just crying. And that like the drummer, especially, I don't think he really un- like knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, but did you see all the like contro well not controversy? It was just like kind of got caught out where it looked like the lead singer was doing coke off the table, and there's like a video of him like trying to put his head down, and the, the drummer is just like nudging him, and he's like head like pops back. <laughs> I mean, he's probably just like you know, head on the table like yeah you know the well, stress I think they of got, it all they got drug tested because of it and they passed yeah. it um but yeah i just thought it was really funny yeah. i loved them though like and then i like had a massive stalk of their instagram and 
they're just amazing. He's amazing and he's beautiful and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very good. I and I appreciated Lordy making a that, that was my favourite. They I fucking loved Lordy when they won it. Yeah, me too. Loved them. It was the best Eurovision ever. It was. And Lordy won. Um so yeah, that was Eurovision and I've lost my voice and because I was shouting so hard. And yeah, I've been having to like tell everyone I'm like, it's not COVID. It's Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> so like I did a recording yesterday with Ruby Noir and she had it like a little Eurovision party in her bubble as well. And mm -hmm. we're both like <laughs> trying to speak and we're like, um, oh, so yeah, it was good I fun. Need I need a Eurovision party. I was just sat here watching it by myself, feeling oh, sad. That is so sad. It was fucking sad. <laughs> oh, never mind. We've decided that we're going to have a Eurovision party every year, so maybe. I'll just come over for the next one. Yeah, come over for the Eurovision. It was so funny because Oscar was like, is this every four years? And it's like, it's not the World Cup, Oscar. It's every year. Or the year. Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I got so drunk that I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can fucking write a song for Eurovision. I'm going to be on Eurovision next year. No, I'm not because I don't have time. <laughs> I do not have the time to be on Eurovision. And also like the embarrassment of being the Irish act. Right. But maybe if we do like a bit of a rocky number next year. Although, no, I don't think so. I bet no, everyone's, everyone's going to do a rock number next year. Ireland always does that though uh, well like to be fair like a lot of countries do but you can't copy what won the year before yeah it never works because it never works because ireland do that every every single fucking year something works one year so they're like let's do that next year and it just doesn't fucking work and then they try and bring back like old contestants that won it back in like the fucking 80s yeah that doesn't work either because they're not relevant and no one cares no one cares if someone relevant does come on Eurovision because Eurovision isn't about like a famous person like look at fucking Flo Rida and his jorts no one cared <laughs> he's a known person everyone's like oh my god what's he doing but it didn't get in votes no yeah. one cares in Eurovision you've just got to be something yeah something different something mm -hmm. cool um so what are you watching <clears throat> and reading this week uh nothing really uh, nothing new anyway uh just baby fucking programs watched a bit of blue planet and planet earth last night too mm. um uh i did watch a film oh i watched the candy man the, the candy man yeah the candy man oh is it just candy man yeah it is yeah oh well i watched candy man the candy man like this the guy comes out from like in a white trousers and white shirt and bow tie yeah the Candyman. <laughs> Mr. Sandman, please bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, I watched Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> the original one. Obviously. Do you reckon that's what uh, Christina Aguilera was singing about? Mm hmm Definitely. It, it wasn't actually a great lover. It was uh well, that's my alarm. Um it wasn't a great lover, it was actually The Candyman. Yeah, Tony Todd <laughs> come to kill everybody. So sorry, go on. Carry on. I'll stop. He's the candy yeah. man, the candy man. Sweet sugar candy man. Do, do, With the hook of a hand <laughs> and a da da da. da. 
yeah it's good i really appreciate that movie i wanted to watch it obviously because the new one is coming out soon um also the conjuring is coming out this wednesday um in cinemas so i'm hopefully you're gonna watch that at some point i hope it's on view on demand so i can buy it to watch i'm sure it will be since your cinemas aren't open yeah hopefully Mm. but i'm excited to get a little tango ice blast some sweet and salty popcorn <laughs> sneak in my own snacks also yeah and oh i could have a pint as well because we do have a tiny little bar nice in our cinema not quite like the dublin one where you could get pissed before you're um movie yeah but the worst thing about having a bar in a cinema is like you have a pint or whatever or a tube before the film and then halfway through the film you're like shit i've got to go to the toilet yeah that's true or you fall asleep because i would get really sleepy after like one pint (laughs) i'm old (laughs) i am old no it's something to do with pints like if i have one pint i will get sleepy so i need to have another pint but if i have another pint i just get bloated so i need to just drink wine and spirits yeah but you still need to go to the toilet well i always do it anyway i always need to go to the toilet and <laughs> once i go once once i go once once i go i have to keep, keep going. going and you know mm-hmm. what i really like what really annoys me about cinema and you have to go during the film is you do that funny little walk that <laughs> no. crouch down walk and you know you look like a twat but it's just like this thing that you can't help but do and i like, sorry, hate sorry, it sorry yeah i hate it i hate walking where people are seeing me because they they see me walk down the steps and they can see me walk to the toilet yeah i don't like it i do that walk where i put out my hands by my side and like walk really straight <laughs> like this just just so people know that i'm trying to do it quickly <laughs> i probably walk like the hunchback and not your down like i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you i'm probably like don't look at me <laughs> dragging your leg behind you yes master yes i'll get this for you (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh. yeah um i am reading a book oh i know right (laughs) reading a book it is called the frighteners why we Mm -hmm. love monsters ghosts death and gore by peter laws and i'm only like two chapters in but it's really good it's um it's about like why do normal people love watching horror films so much and it's written by a reverend yeah he is reverend peter law um laws sorry and uh yeah, it's really it's really good, and it's nice to kind of like read something. You're like, yeah, I am a weirdo, <laughs> <laughs> but you realise you're not that much of a weirdo. You're not alone okay. in your weirdness. Yeah, like people always think, um, like if you're into horror movies or you're into true crime or you know, depending on the kind of movie you watch, so you must be like a really sick, depraved person to enjoy watching yeah Yeah. and that you know these kind of films influence people to go out and kill people um but like it's it's kind of normal to be into this kind of thing because it like it provides a safe space to explore your more violent gory side Mm -hmm. but if you're experiencing it 
in this medium like film or book or comics you're not going to go out and do it in real life because you're experiencing that kind of um what's the word it's a a release almost you're experiencing that release yeah in this controlled way so you're not going to go out and like kill people i mean obviously there are people who get influenced by media and then they go out and do terrible things but they were probably gonna do terrible things anyway yeah they're they're, they didn't just see something like you know what that looks fun yeah i'll do that it's like it's it's in their head already and they're like oh yeah i'm definitely gonna do that yeah i mean charles manson said he was in like influenced by the beatles so it's not just like horror films and like heavy metal you know heavy metal means the devil's yeah i hate like all of those (laughs) have you seen all the crime documentaries it's like it's it's always the kids ones right so generally speaking they're always like right he listened to slayer and he listened to heavy heavy metal music and he was a devil worshiper and he fucking killed like his parents and his cat because he listened to heavy metal didn't slayer was it slayer that got a lot of shit because someone a like a sort of teenage like maybe early 20s serial killer like listened to them probably i think they've been blamed for a lot um i just don't know how you can blame a band that don't know this person yeah like (laughs) i mean those those people that do those things in the name of heavy metal or satan or horror movies they're gonna do it anyway like (laughs) oh yeah if they're so inclined to go out and kill and whatever like it it's it's not the music they're listening to (laughs) it's either the way they've been brought up or it's just nature yeah it's just in in them to do it yeah so like i was i'm listening to um evolution of horror and i've just moved on to their mind and body section and um the one of the guests on it was talking about serial killers Mm -hmm. and they're like you know we're fascinated by the way their minds work because we don't get it they're like you know we when we see people who kill in like crimes of passion or for money or whatever we kind of understand it but when it comes to like people that just go out and kill we don't understand it and so we need to but like these people they see themselves as normal you know like some collect stamps some collect records some just like going out and killing people and that's just the way they're programmed yeah you know and it's just like you shouldn't blame media for that because like even if you know you banned all horror movies or all heavy metal people are still going to go out and kill oh of course so like there's there's so many like serial killers and murderers and just people in general that like don't even watch like horror movies and stuff like yeah. that like it's not it's just no it's not like you're not going to watch like a fucking movie about a ghost and a haunted house and think right that's why that killer like that real life killer killed all those people because of this ghost and that like no (laughs) that's not how it fucking works yeah it's just it's just they're looking for something to blame because they don't understand it yeah which i understand but at the same time like you just need to i don't know cut their brains open or something yeah i mean believe me there are a lot of films that have certain subject matters that i'm like 
I don't understand how a filmmaker could make it or how someone could enjoy those films. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't believe they should be banned out, right? But I'm still kind of like, I don't understand. Like, if it has anything to do like with child abuse or whatever, I'm kind of like, I don't mm -hmm. understand. How yeah, I, yeah. That's. I mean, that's just not my cup of tea, and I'm sure there's deeper meanings or whatever. Yeah, but like, I'm just not interested, and yeah. doesn't mean that I think they should all be banned. But you know, like, I think I'm just a lot more chilled than a lot of people. <laughs> like, Some people just have no chill. Yeah, zero chill. I think a lot more people need a lot more chill. Um. So yeah, let's move on to our review, our review. of this week. So we reviewed uh, the new Netflix release, uh, Woman in the Window, um, starring Amy Adams. And what else is she in? She's in Enchanted, and she was in Buffy for an episode. Oh. Um, she... Uh, she's been in loads, but I cannot think of anything. She just has that face. Um, you know the face I mean? Yeah. She has been in... Um, She was in the Superman films. She played... Yes, of course. Yeah. She played Lois Lane. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Woman in the Window. It is directed by Joe Wright... So yeah, Woman in the Window, it centers around a woman who is an agoraphobic and which is an anxiety order, which means like you can't go outside. She's very scared of going outside. Mm -hmm. And she sees um, a, a new neighbor's move into the apartment across the street so she's very like she likes to look out the window and yeah watch she likes her neighbors, to see what's going on as we all do as we all bloody do yeah and um she witnesses a murder and she is not believed because she has mental health issues and like most mental uh mentally ill people people that suffer from issues of the mind mm -hmm. are regularly gaslit and not believed and yeah. just told they're crazy yeah um so yeah what did you think of it i mean i thought it was all right um it wasn't anything groundbreaking nothing about it made me i mean i guess there was one thing um so like i guess spoiler alert <laughs> i mean i guess spoiler alert, it definitely is a spoiler um she at the, at the kind of start of the film she is well it seems like she's on the phone talking yeah. to her husband who she has like separated from her daughter lives with him and we assume that it is because of her disorder she can't leave the house and mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff um and then, you know, it kind of throughout the film, it seems like she's on the phone. You don't actually see her on the phone to them. Yeah. Um, but you just assume that they are on the phone together. Um, and then when she uh, obviously calls the police about the murder, they all come round and she's convinced that the next door 
neighbors or the neighbors across the street that the husband had killed the wife and the wife had come over to visit her mm-hmm. a couple of days ago or whatever um and his like actual wife comes over and she's like you've never met me like we've not hung out this and she's like no no anyway um she kind of has a bit of an episode and then you find out that uh her husband and her daughter had died in a crash um that she blames herself for and then then you find out that she's actually sort of hearing their voices Mm. in their head and then you start to kind of think oh shit maybe she is hallucinating the whole thing yeah, especially because the medic- medication she's been prescribed can cause hallucinations. Yeah, like her shrink kept telling everyone mm. that she probably is experiencing hallucinations. But turns out she fucking wasn't. Yeah. She um, was telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has a few twists in it, but it's nothing like... They're not spectacular twists, yeah, are they? They're not they're... twists that make you go... <gasps> You're just it's like, just like oh, ah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, been done before. <laughs> yeah, kind of saw that coming. Um, yeah, I, I like the fact that Wyatt Russell played a character called David Winters, <laughs> like the Winter Soldier. Um, he's Captain America in Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, and also Falcon is in it as well. Yes. And he plays her husband, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was fun for me to be- geek out about. And I actually texted you about it. I was like, ha, 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 ha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was all right. Um, I had you know some- Gary Oldman was in this? Yeah. He yeah, plays I the husband. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't really recognise him. But the only thing I fucking recognise him in is um, Harry Potter. And he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't look like that ever anywhere else. So... I never recognise Gary Oldman, ever. Well, it's not like he's going to play serious Black in every single film he's in. No, but his face just What did you think he would, like, apparate into the apartment and be like, poof, bitches? No, I just would expect his face not to change so much, but... Well, he has gotten a lot older since Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, I suppose that's very true. Um, But, yeah. But, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Um... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about films that depict mental illness because I don't know. A lot of the time it is this kind of like they're all crazy, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et no one believes them and they're gaslit. Like I guess it does have an accurate portrayal about how much uh, people who suffer from mental illness are gaslit and are not believed and are, you know, anything they mm-hmm. say can't be believed because it's probably their mental illness and you know should be on medication and they're drinking and blah 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 and it's just like but at the same time it's just this kind of tired old trope of like let's like I don't know let's kind of exploit a mental illness Mm-hmm. And you know what really bothered me it was at the end where everything's over, the drama's all over, and she just skips outside. It's yeah. like, no, agoraphobia doesn't go away like that. Like, it, mm-hmm. like whatever happened would probably make her worse. Like, <laughs> She'd probably want to like lock herself in a basement where she doesn't see anyone, doesn't speak to anyone ever again, yeah. because you wouldn't trust anyone ever again. Yeah. Because she, she was a, a child psychologist, and basically next door 
like there was a what was he 15 yeah year old kid and he came around and she let him in she developed like she like um she felt protective over him um she wanted to look after him you know because she thought that he was like being abused like the father was Mm. abusive and stuff like that um but that turned out to be not the case at all and you would just feel like your trust has been like you just wouldn't trust anyone ever again yeah you wouldn't let anybody into your apartment no and you wouldn't leave your apartment. Yeah. So I'm just confused as why they had her like skip out at the end. And that I think that's that's the problem I had with it is it wasn't really an accurate portrayal, I feel, of s- someone who suffered from mental illness and a massive trauma. Yeah. And it was just like, like how many times have we seen in films where like, especially women, because it's always a woman. Yeah always a woman um being told by men that they're crazier that they need to take more pills or they shouldn't be doing this and they, like it's always men who are the shrinks or the mm-hmm. the police officers or and it's just like how many times have we seen this character trope of a woman who suffers from mental illness and is just berated and as i said gaslit and like mm-hmm. uh, I don't are know. we ever gonna see a man that's agoraphobic that's locked into a house and then, like, having other men treat him like he's a head case. There is a film, Citadel, that mm-hmm. centers on an agoraphobic man um, whose wife was killed and he's got to look after his baby, but he's agoraphobic. And, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't really come under the same scrutiny. Mm. I mean, but he, wouldn't, he wouldn't do, he's not a woman. <laughs> um but yeah i just feel like any woman that's portrayed as like has men like say okay say in citadel we have a very sympathetic view towards the main character yes he's suffered a great loss and a great trauma and he's got a child to look after and poor him poor him whereas on the opposite end with the woman in the window um we don't have this sympathetic view towards this woman and that's what it felt like the film wasn't sympathetic towards her, towards her plight no. and like towards what she'd gone through. It was just like, look how crazy this woman is, you know? Yeah, basically. Especially when they try and get you to believe that she was just having hallucinations. Yeah. Um, because it, it was all just a bit like, yeah, she's crazy. Look how crazy she is. Even now she's still like, looking up stuff she's trying to figure it out like she's crazy and then it's just kind of the end bit where oh no no she's telling the truth yeah and then they try and like when she's in the hospital at the end and the detective is like oh we fucked up i'm sorry yeah okay and yeah you're like like she was telling you the truth all along and you're just like Oh, well. And then he's like, oh, make sure you erase that video of yourself. You know, I'll make sure that it's gone, you know, in case people think you're crazy. And it's like, even then, it's still like this blamey kind of thing. Like, yeah, how dare like you? She, she was suffering. She was going to kill herself. Yeah. Oh, delete that. You don't want people to say, delete that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that wasn't necessary. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know, as if it was like this shameful thing that she should hide away and never talk about again. And you're just like, I don't know. Like at first I was like, oh yeah, it was an all right film. And now thinking about it, I'm like, actually, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this has annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. I just think films need to do better by mental health. Yeah, I think so. Especially too. horror films or horror adjacent films. Like I just, as much as horror is good in some respects when it comes to portraying people with mental illness, yeah. it's actually quite shit. And it relies on like stupid tropes yeah it depends it really does depend on the film though because i mean this wasn't the best film you're ever gonna see yeah there are a lot better films out there and a lot better ways that depict mental illness like um lights out i'll always go back to lights out because it's one of my favorite films like that was a depiction for mental illness and it carried off well yeah, same with like the Babadook. I felt like the Babadook was a really oh yeah, good, the yeah. Babadook was really really good. Um, the, it helps when you can like relate when they make it not relatable, but like relatable in a sense. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just I just thought there was a lackluster film to be honest. Like I just yeah. thought it's like not a lot of thought went into it. Like it was. A solid storyline. It made sense. You didn't have to think about it. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it just lacked that thing. Yeah. I mean, the storyline was all right. I think, like, it was very much like a Hitchcock film. I think there is a Hitchcock film where, like, a man who has, like, got a broken leg sees someone getting murdered and... Hang on, I'm going to look it up. Hitchcock film. Man broken leg <laughs> don't fail me now google yeah rear window um let me think let me see rear window yeah i think it's about a man that's like broken his leg and he uh, his rear window looks out onto a courtyard and other apartments um watches his neighbors and then he like witnesses a murder um and he has to like tell people but he's not mm-hmm. believed so it's pretty much the same yeah uh story and it was filmed very hitchcockian it was really almost comedic the <laughs> the not like the gory shots and yeah the, like the, st- the it was almost comedic yeah. the fight scenes and like whatever reminded me of like an early 2000s slasher film yes so it was like Hitchcock mixed with Scream mixed with... <laughs> it was random as well. Like, yeah. it was all kind of nicey-nice. I mean, there's a bit of blood, you know, and then it's when she gets that, like, fork thing to the face. Yeah. Like, that was good, but at the same time, it was like, when was that filmed? Yeah. And that's so, like, I wasn't really gory, but it was a bit of like a, oh, and it was random, and it just kind of came yeah. out of nowhere. But not yeah. in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, I, I quite like the sound design of this film. Um, there was like a particular scene where she's watching a film, but you can also hear the dripping of a tap and yeah. like that it's really loud clanging. And I quite like that because it was literally like you're inside of a mind of like someone who suffers from perhaps from like mental illness and it's kind of like their mind and like you know like small noises are amplified a lot 
Mm-hmm. Um, especially for me, I always hear like the buzzing of electricity mm. and it drives me up the wall. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that kind of, I, I really like the sound design of the film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, what would you give it? I don't know, like a two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again i wouldn't watch it again yeah i wouldn't watch it again um i wouldn't need to recommend it to anyone either i mean if someone was looking for like like a mindless horror adjacent psychological thriller i may be like asher give it a go see what you think but Mm. i wouldn't be like you have to see this film no and i do think it would just get lost in the annals of netflix yeah, of course it will. I just like it was on um, the top ten, and now it's not. Yeah, um, which says a lot, really. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Sure. That's what I feel about it. Sure. Look, listen. Um. So, what should we watch for next week? I was thinking Army of the Dead. Yeah, that's that new one on Netflix now. Isn't it uh, about the zombies? The yeah. Army of the Dead by directed by Zack Snyder. I've not watched a zombie film in probably about three thousand years. I haven't watched a good one, but yeah, I have not heard great things about this. Same, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we'll give it a go. Sure, yeah. look, this is what we're here for. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, Army of the Dead next week. Boop boop. Boop boop boop. Um, so yeah you can catch us on instagram um and twitter and facebook and letterboxd (laughs) and all that fun um those fun places (laughs) (laughs) all that fun stuff all that fun stuff um so yeah bye Bye. 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 The Candy Man. <laughs>